When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD supports Irish businesses. Five decades on, Thunder's Bakery is still Dublin's favourite. If you want signature occasion cakes, rustic breads or a little treat, we cater for every taste. So like our customers, FPD doesn't just come out top for us on insurance, we value their adaptability too. To help Irish SMEs, FPD Insurance are giving away a business support pack worth €12,000. Visit fpd.ie slash business to enter the draw. FPD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Competition terms and conditions apply. See fpd.ie forward slash business. FPD Insurance Group Limited trading as FPD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Underwritten by FPD Insurance PLC. This customer was paid a gratuity by FPD Insurance for their participation. Welcome to part two, everybody, of the World Cup preview. Indeed. We left you last time with the quarterfinals just about gone. Just before we go, we move on to the quarterfinal breakdown and the semifinal breakdown. Mm. Let's just we we decided to have a go at coming up with some kind of tabloid headlines to teams when they go out. Yeah, for the inevitable. Some you know, it's rare that a World Cup doesn't have the you know some sort of early entrant, whether it's England, whether it's Wales, whether it's Ireland. You know, somebody usually somebody goes home early. So we've got Ireland headline: mm-hmm. total bag of Schmidt. Like it, yeah. Scotland, the Finn Al Countdown. So that I could like work that on a positive way as well, though, couldn't yeah, it? Yeah, things yeah. go really well be, for them. You make it to the final, that could also be the headline. Japan, no Brighton ideas. Uh, yeah. Uh, Russia, putting the boot lin. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I mean, these I are terrible, that one. but let's keep I going. know I came up with that one, but I'm, I'm very pleased with it. Samoa, <laughs> Samova and out. Very good. Like that a lot. Pool B, New Zealand. Not that we'll need this, but New Zealand. Yeah. Black to crap. Is that a play on yeah. back to black? It is, yes. Uh, yes, yes, yes. South Africa, spring boxed. Yes, like it. Italy, ciao for now. Too obvious. Uh, Too obvious. Be... Namibia, we hardly knew you. <laughs> I mean, that one's definitely going to be used. I mean, you could just have that teed up for what if you're doing commentary on the last yes, you could, couldn't Namibia you, yeah. game. Canada, it's Montreal over. Very good. Is rugby big in Montreal in Canada? Presumably. They speak French there, it must be. Exactly. Um, England, eddying home. Not very good, that one. That's not very good. <laughs> Again, don't think you're going to need it. So it's fine. I like this one. France, Brunel in a handcart. Yeah, you with me? Yeah, I like that one. Argentina, Argy's bargied. Yeah. Yeah. Tonga, Tongon. Obvious, but Obvious, yeah. Obvious, yeah. Australia, Checker Ing out. That will actually be used, guaranteed. And this next one will 100%. definitely be used. Yeah. Wales, yeah. Gats all, folks. And there'll be a picture of him looking... They'll try and find a picture of him looking emotional. Yeah. I reckon some like... Or, yeah, or if it was, they went out in a really disgraceful manner, they'll do that. They might do a caricature of him as sort of porky pig or something. 
that's all folks yeah um i reckon there's going to be some unscrupulous journalist who's going to basically make him phone brin and then some long lens is going to get him crying while he's doing it aren't they yeah um georgia mm. and i changed the one you sent to me because i caught i thought of it, i thought of this one and i was well pleased with myself right yes you ready for this one yeah, yeah. it's so awkward i might be able to say it properly you ready Okay. We'll to be seeing you. Fiji, that is Fiji, a vola vola laughs. Oh, we struggled with Fiji, weren't we? Or Carver <laughs> safe trip, I got. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Very and good. your Uruguay one, I liked a lot. It's probably my favourite one. Uruguay, did you bother? Yeah. Brilliant. I mean, that one we can definitely, 100% definitely use. Quarterfinals. We yes. left us on. Um, let's go quarterfinal by quarterfinal when I find my right pitch. Mm-hmm. Quarterfinal one, England versus Australia. That's what we're saying. Could quite easily be England-Wales. but It could be England-Wales. <laughs> yes. Well, we're saying England because we think Wales are top group uh, pool D. England, Australia, if that game mm-hmm. comes off, what are we saying? Oh, fucking hell. It gets so hard to call now, the games like this, doesn't oh, it? Oh, mate, this is going to be an absolute battering. Like, Australia are going to go home in pieces. In ribbons. This game. Yeah. If The one thing that Australia do not have, as we've discussed, is power of any kind. And England have... All their powers power. sat in a flat by the M1 in North London, basically, not yeah. even selected. Yeah. 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 So they are, the England will just turn up at this game and it will be, you know, that Australia tour all over again. It will be like be... when Australia fucking marmalised us in, a, in, the, uh, in this fixture in 2015. And they just <laughs> it look better everywhere. Will. It will basically be David Pocock trying his absolute best if he's still fit by then, um, while everyone else in the Australian pack just basically turns into a sort of fine paste. <laughs> and, yeah, this could be like 40. Or, or we could have fucking the Calcutta Cup all over again, couldn't we? Then well, that's could the only, go insane. If, Australia dis- if Australia discover a spine, which, you know, is possible, then... It could be very interesting. I don't see where that spine comes from, but have at it. Mm. So yeah, I think it's it all again. You're you're quite you're three ish weeks into the tournament here, so that it, you, <clears> it's hard to know who's left. But I do think that if both teams lose, let's say five of their first choice fifteen, my Big money's stop. on England quite strongly still because of everything yes. I said in part one, which was that basically. Yeah. You know, if we the have to switch be... out three of our backline, I'm not that worried. And I'm and the pack no. I'm not worried about either. So The issue will be, I think, if they lose Billy. Yeah, he really or is, Owen. Yeah. Billy or Owen Farrell, and then I think this game has a different well, you know, if they could they somehow lost both Billy and Owen Farrell, and that Farrell would be a fucking <laughs> Yeah. But I just think Billy's, you know, Billy's carrying is so important to, you know, and it's not that they can't play without him because they have done and they've won. But I just think if you really want to marmalise this Australian pack, which they will do with Billy in it, mm. 
you want him and you want it's Farrell behind him. as well. That's the other thing. You forget yeah, not yeah, just yeah. His, his sheer carrying power. It's the fact that he can carry so well when he looks like he's walking from a standing start. That's the, yeah, yeah. He does almost need, unique, really. Yeah, his legs have got a unique level of power in them that can now, generate speed when he shouldn't. We mentioned it. We've met him, and he looks nothing like an elite performance collision athlete. And I know he was coming, he was coming back yeah. off uh, some injury at the time, but. He's kind of the wrong shape. He's a bit like weeble looking and stuff. And maybe that's why he's so good yeah. at carrying. But yeah, it's interesting. So we think probably is. For a big for a big man, he's got quite a low centre of gravity, I think. I think that's what it is. Yeah, short he does have short yeah. legs. Long body, short yeah. legs, yeah. Uh so are we say in England are gonna win that one. Oh, comfortably. Absolutely no, better. No, I'm not as confident as you, but you know, neither would you be. No, no I wouldn't. You're no. not with Wales either, are you? Um right. No. Uh New Zealand plays Scotland. In quarterfinals, this I think two. could be one of the most entertaining games of the tournament. For fifty minutes, or it could minutes. not. For fifty yeah. minutes, it would I, be. Yeah, I think that this is the sort of game where New Zealand will probably have a little bit of a scare because Finn Scotland usually seem to play well against the All Blacks these days. Hmm. They're they as a sort of as they would say in American sports as a matchup. I feel like they're a like in Scotland are quite a bad matchup for New Zealand in that they can play in quite a similar way and they're one of the few teams that can play an attacking game at the same level that the All Blacks can, hmm. albeit not as consistently. The issue, potentially, I think, is if New Zealand look at that and go, the fucking last thing we want here is any kind of open, expansive game. And so they basically yeah. just... Some, yeah. <laughs> Just up the jumper. But then the All Blacks forwards are very good, but they're not bruisers anymore. You know? But they are an all-court team, aren't they? If they, they think are. that's what I mean, it needs. They, they can't, yeah. And, and that's to be honest, against Scotland, that is what it needs, as England discovered yeah. when they tried to not bother doing that in the last 40 mm. minutes at Twickenham, you know? Yeah, yeah. So they could just deprive them of the ball to death. Yeah. I think it will be one of the... I have a horrible feeling it might be one of those... Uh, what could have been games for Scotland where they're in touch on about 55, 60 minutes and then it just goes a little bit wrong. But... Or it doesn't you know, go wrong. They, New Zealand they, just do what they do. Yeah, yeah. New Zealand just basically pull away. But, you know, I've said, I've been, I, I wouldn't be a man of my convictions if I didn't follow through with some of what I've been saying over the last six months in that this New Zealand team have a little bit of the flattering to deceive about them. And this could be the moment that they just, like they, they get found out a little bit in a sort of France 2007 kind of way. There might be a lot of huff and a lot of puff. I just... but Scotland might just be a bit more clinical. Cause that is one thing that Scotland can do very well is hold onto the ball and be clinical and score tries. And New Zealand have shown over the last 18 months that they can sometimes be quite wasteful and quite profligate when they get try-scoring opportunities. That's why they lost the Lions Tour. What's their midfield and outside or channel defence like? That's, the, that's really what all you need to know because Scotland aren't going to yeah. go through you in the forwards, are no. they? You know, they're not, they're not going to be punching holes around the rock at... Well, we're, you know, but they are, what they are, they are going to do you in the midfield and outside and the thir- <clears throat> 13 channel, really. Yeah, well, you I mean, we're in a situation where... Rico Iwani's not being, you know, looks like he's not going to be starting because Savi Reese and uh, Ben Smith are seen as much more solid defensive options. 
There's nothing to and show that. it so far, but I just, I've just got this feeling to be water. It might be a tournament too far for Ben Smith. Maybe. There's nothing I mean, at all is... that evidences that. I'm just thinking no. that there might be a lot of pieces <laughs> being written afterwards that it was a tournament too far for him. I mean, the other thing that you've got to look at, and I think that this could, you know, as you say, we're going to be like three weeks into the tournament by this point. And this All Blacks team is the oldest team in the tournament, followed by Ireland. And their average age is higher. And you look at some of the, the key players, particularly in the back line, that, um, you know, Aaron Smith is 30, uh, Ryan Crotty is 30, Sonny Bill is 34, Ben Smith is 33. It's like, mm. it didn't cost them in, Kieran Reid is 33. I mean, arguably, they're all right just at the end of their prime, arguably. They're just, yeah. 28 that to 33 is probably the yeah. prime of a very good rugby player if they're fit. You yeah. Know? They're just on the tail end of, of prime. The issue will be, you know, your 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 prime comes at different times for everybody, really. And mm. New Zealand, you know, in 2015, New Zealand took a very, very experienced team to the World Cup and, you know, were fine, even mm. though by the end of it, Dan Carter was on one leg and Richie McCall was a shadow of his former self. But this time, I think this is a more a more competitive and a more fit like the, I, I think this is a better tournament in terms of the quality of the teams involved in 2015. And I just think they, they can't limp to the final like they did in, hmm. in the knockout stages in 2015, you know, having said all that though, yeah, I think it's more likely that New Zealand win this game in Scotland do, although I'd have, I would have everything crossed that that's not the case. Profoundly agree. Yeah. Quarter-final three is Wales yes. versus, the way we've done it, it could be Australia <laughs> versus France, but it'll definitely yeah. be France in this game. But we think with Wales winning pool day, this is Wales versus France, because France will be runner-up yes. in England's pool. Um, a chance for a bit of 2011 revenge. Um, Rewangi. It depends on... If they play UJ at fullback or not. <laughs> yes, I mean it depends. Well, it depends what we've seen of France in this tournament, really. You know, certainly that France will be a team that can physically stand up to Wales. Yeah, and and they looked on obviously... to batter Wales a while ago until they went mental in the second half. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think they'll do that this time. And I think they still have that talent out. What well, I think that this might be the game that Wales come undone a little bit. I think they'll probably squeak through the group stages sort of grimly without really ever catching fire. And then I've, I've just got a feeling that if they come up a team against France that are just a bunch of nasty bastards, they'll go into themselves a little bit. Because as you say, you know, in that second half on the weekend, when they were encountering a very, very physical, very aggressive defence, they went into themselves a lot. And I feel like with France looking fit, I think it'll be a tight game. Mm. I think it's it'll be a very hard game to call, but I just feel like Wales don't have, they don't look like they've got the backline firepower to unlock a very, very good, what would presumably be a very good France defence at this point. What we do know is, is that of all the ones that's available, this is the team you'd want to play, isn't it? Oh, fuck yeah. Comfortably. Yeah, yeah. And yet, I just uh, yeah, think... It's you I'm talking to, you know. Loads of other Welsh no, people I... listing will probably have a different view, but yeah. <laughs> I think Wales could quite easily. I think this will be a very tight game to call if this game does happen. But I just feel like Wales 
both from a depth point of view and just what a, a lot of it will depend on what the group stages of mm. and out like. But if Wales attack in the way that they've attacked in their warm-ups, I just don't see them really having enough to outmuscle France over eighty or indeed one hundred and twenty, depending on if France feel like you know just it is difficult because changing some props at the end of the it's game. It's difficult you know. to call. As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD supports Irish businesses. Five decades on, Thunder's Bakery is still Dublin's favourite. If you want signature occasion cakes, rustic breads or a little treat, we cater for every taste. So like our customers, FPD doesn't just come out top for us on insurance, we value their adaptability too. To help Irish SMEs, FPD Insurance are giving away a business support pack worth €12,000. Visit fpd.ie slash business to enter the draw. FPD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Competition terms and conditions apply. See fpd.ie forward slash business. FPD Insurance Group Limited, trading as FPD Insurance, is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Underwritten by FPD Insurance PLC. This customer was paid a gratuity by FPD Insurance for their participation. Niall lives on a hill, a very steep hill, which is great for the calf muscles. But when it comes to squeezing in and out of that parking space between the neighbours' pride and joy, Niall begins to worry. I wonder if they use recycled plastic to make all the recycling bins. In the new Dacia Duster with automatic gearbox and hill start assist, at least hills are nothing to worry about. And from only €45 Euro per week on the road, nor is the price. Visit the Dacia sales event from the 18th to the 20th of November. Don't worry, be Duster. Offer made under a higher purchase agreement. Terms and conditions apply. See Dacia.ie. A team like France is quite obviously moving forward. Mm. It's difficult to call what they're going to be like in a month's time, isn't it? Which is what we're doing now, really. And after another yeah. four games under their belt, you know. So that's the tricky thing, isn't it? They could, you know, yeah, fucking the, surprise everybody and top the group and then, you know. Well, or they could. Then you they're, know, play, they're not, playing Australia and England are playing Wales, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So Yeah, or they could finish second in the group but have been building throughout the tournament mm. and then get to the quarterfinals. And, you know, we've, we've said it before on this podcast, they could potentially sort of be a dark horse to sort of cheekily have a little run to the final as France are wont to do in tournaments where it's very open and nobody really knows who's going to win. So that leaves us with having to call who's going to win this game. I think France narrowly, but it could go either way. Just for the sake of not wanting to have a row and for this, because this is all conjecture anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. So Wales are out in the quarterfinals. Gats all yeah. folks, they'll be saying. Gats all folks, indeed. Um, so that leaves them advancing. Then we've got quarterfinal four, the way we have mapped it out, is Ireland mm. versus South Africa. The humdinger. How does that going out in quarterfinals feel for you again, Ireland? Irish fans out there, how scared <laughs> are you? See, I, I mean, this is a horrible game. Like, it's a fucking humdinging game. I know that. Unbelievable. Having game said that, if you look across these quarterfinals, this way it pans out. I think it will be a combination of these teams, whichever way it pans out. There's not yeah, a bad I game mean, here, the only, is there? The only the only games that I would say that we aren't pretty sure of are quarterfinal one and quarterfinal three. Quarterfinal two and four, I think, are pretty set. Yes. Like agreed. I think South Africa are going to run up to New Zealand in that pool, and Scotland are going to run up to Ireland in that pool, and. Yeah, I mean, it's not the team you'd want to play in the quarterfinals if you're Ireland, given how... So it's basically just like playing in a mirror, isn't it? 
including the original nationalities. It is, but with Ireland, it's as, both it, sides. it's as if the but, mirror has all of your fucking nightmares looking back at you from the past 30 yeah, years of World yeah. Cups. Yeah. <laughs> Look in the mirror and say, quarterfinal loss three times. Yeah. On the plus side, you know, Jean Klein should be able to, you know, nick a few now, now. Africa, Africans <laughs> line-out <laughs> couples. They probably you know. do them in Cosa just to, you know, really fuck him probably up. He likes being yeah, as well, I've got no idea. But yeah. Who knows, yeah. But yeah, it's it's an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting dynamic that quite a few of that Irish team are obviously of South African descent and now it is a South Africa quarter final in mm. it's, it's it's there's plot lines in amongst plot lines in this yeah, game. Nothing new that though, is it? And I'm already I mean, there's very no way, just to be clear, everybody, we're not questioning their commitment to Ireland or how hard they will play. Yeah, it's just Interesting. It'd be interesting if, you know, Wales played New Zealand and Adley Parks was lining up against exactly. all the people exactly. he probably played youth rugby with, you know. Yeah. Um, yes. Where? How does this go? A fucking, ki- a, a, you know, a lot of smash. So much smash, it may rip a hole in the space-time continuum in the first 20 <laughs> yeah. minutes, to be honest. There's just going to be nothing left. I know they're supposed to have the final in Tokyo Stadium, but I just feel like <laughs> there'll be nothing left of it. I'm glad this is the last one, because, I mean... What? Yeah, New Zealand and Scotland might have to play in the car park after this if they were <laughs> the other way around. Yeah. I'm afraid you have to play on the nursery pitch around the back, yeah. <laughs> um, but who the fuck wins this game is the question that I have because I powerfully don't know. I think this, this is, is the very hard game to call, call, isn't it? Yeah, this it's, is, it's because they're coin, two teams that basically are the same. They're both teams that have stocked physical you know quite clinical back lines very talented fly arse and scrum arse and a pack of monsters I fundamentally think that well I, I think that's fundamentally South Africa that Jesse Creel is not a very good international centre I've said this before and I've I've seen nothing that changes my <clears throat> belief um, I don't I disagree. Do, I don't think he's terrible, but I think if he comes up against a ring rose or even a henshaw, mm. I just I think that you know something like that could be the difference, really. I tell you what else could be the de- difference. Elton Yantes <laughs> could be the difference. <laughs> We've forgotten about him as well, haven't we? Yes. I mean, he's not going to be starting, hopefully. Because Pollard will be starting, but, will he? Yeah. But if anything happens, to Sexton's Pollard, a better player than Pollard, and he I is. think that Henshaw or Ringrose are both a better player than Creel. I'd argue that Henshaw and Aki are perhaps a better player than Dale Andy, to be honest, on the day. Yeah, I think Ireland have the edge fly off and centres. I think South Africa have the edge scrum off. I think wingers. Mm. It's pretty like. I mean, any. It's, I find it hard to not say that any team that's got Cheslin Colby in it doesn't have an edge. Out wide, um, he just brings something different, doesn't he? The thing is, yeah, Keith Earls is a very accomplished like international him. winger, isn't he? Earls and Stockdale are not to be sniffed at, are they? However, no, they're not, not Colby, are they? Having said that, they yeah. are more experienced, and quite frankly, he score more tries than Colby does. Absolutely, but I just think the Colby magic could be a thing, um, and I also think that Villarreal is a better fullback than Rob, uh, Rob Carney at this point. We talk about it being one World Cup too many. Having said that, he doesn't look like he's playing badly, Rob Carney. No, he's not but, playing uh, badly in the same, but I, I, I fear if we're talking about players that look like they could be pro, you know, find that they've got a 
you know that they've they've gone a bit too far. It could be Rory Best, and it could be, mm. you know, it could be Rob Carney in this for Ireland in this tournament. But who knows? Um, yeah, when you look yeah. at that when you look at that Bach forward pack though. Yeah, I mean, I know, well. I, yeah. I, I know Ireland. I know Ireland. Yeah, Ireland are very good as well, though. Aren't Ireland's they? are massive, but you look. I at mean, that... look at the fucking player formerly known as Dave Kilcoin that's being unleashed mm. on the world right now. I know he's hot, not the guy hot, we the knew before. Stepper. Yeah, <laughs> but then again, but then they've got at, Kitsoff coming look, off the bench, haven't they? They've got Kitsoff, they've got Koch, they've got Matt Barrera and Nianke, like big lads, big big lads. They've got Luke yeah, Etzebeth James Ryan is going to be fun. Um, Mostart, I think, is the best lock in the world that isn't currently being touted as one of the best locks in the world. And looks a bit like and Glenn Campbell. And then you've got Snyman. And... That goes a long way. Absolutely does, yeah. <clears throat> and then you've got a back row of just classic, absolutely classic Bok back rowers in that they're hard as fucking nails. All of them. <laughs> yes. You know, every single one of them is you a You know, Peter Omani's all right, isn't he? He is. And the players are Reese Ruddock, Nails. Yeah, that's the thing. Ireland are very, very Stander, good in the back. Conan. And I, I'm, I'd, I'd like to see a Conan um, Omani stander back row for Ireland in this World Cup because I, I honestly think that's their best combination. But then you look at somebody like They've got the thing that the box have got that I'm interested in is that they've got Quagga Smith as the the sort of ace in the hole, and he is like a fucking sevens player. Mm. And if they bring it when he comes on, late if he comes on late on in these in all of the games, really, he could be a total you know changer of a lot of stuff because he's electric and he can create stuff from anywhere, but. Yeah, and speaking of players that might have gone a little bit too far, Francois Lowe. Yeah. Like he's never that intimidating either for me. Internationally, he's I'm very. Never, he's, he's, he's a very right. good. He's, he's, he's a hard working he shouldn't player. Fight anyone. No, but he's and he's a very intelligent player. But he is thirty four now, and yeah, I wonder if that's. But so who are you having? You know, we've South got, Africa. Yeah, only because okay. of the ghosts of quarterfinals past were way past. heavy on Ireland, yes. I think. Okay, so that leaves us with England, New Zealand, England, France, New Zealand, South Africa, France, South Africa oh. in the semis. I mean, the smart money is going to be on New Zealand, but I think England will give them a fucking good game, and I think England could win that game if. If New Zealand are not all that they need, they need to be, if New Zealand are not the full Death Star, England will win that game. I just don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't believe it. I mean, I think the smart money is with New Zealand because I think that New Zealand are a... a They're the best rugby team in the world. Yeah, the best rugby team in the world. I think you've got a respect. No, sorry, Ireland are. Sorry. Yeah. Well, oh, they are officially. Um, I'm just saying. I'm not they, sniffing yeah, it out. Yeah. They are. But you know, yeah, um, New Zealand are probably on the day the best team in the world, yeah. Yeah, and you know they've they've shown this. You know we haven't really spoken that much about that All Black squad, but you know there's still a lot of very very fun. You know they still got Bowden Barrett, who is still the best fly off in the world. They've still got 
Ben Smith. They still got Riku Iani. They've got Sevu Reese, who Dane you know Coles is back and fire. Dane Coles is back. Kieran Reed is back. Um, Brody Retallick should be fit again by then. Um, the nastiest of bastards, Sam Kane. Sam Kane is there. Matt Todd is there somehow, still going. Uh, you Your man that. with the mullet, good Hugh. He looks handy. And Sonny Bill, as old good. as he is, is still who he is, he's isn't he? Still Sonny Bill Williams, man. And if there's one player that will fancy the physical challenge of Manu Tuilagi, it's Sonny Bill. Sonny That'll Bill Williams fantastic. played NRL Rugby League as a forward at 18 years old. Manu Tuilagi running at him is not something that's going to trouble him too much, really. Absolutely not, no. And he's used to having big island lads running at him. It's not going to shock him. Yes. You know, I'm not, that's not doing their Manu at all. No. But it's true. Somebody who trucks um, it up is something that he can deal with, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's had some experience there. Um, yeah, I mean, I can see England winning it. I think it'll be a tight game. I think it'll be a great game. I think it'll but, be a genuinely great game. That's the one prediction yeah. that I am making. Yeah, I think and it the could ten, be a, it'll be so it fucking be a game tense. For the ages. It could be a, a proper game for the ages situation. It'll be a 10 o'clock kickoff, I think. Yeah, that's on Saturday, the twenty sixth of October. By yeah. the way, um, but it, you know, it could be. It depends. You know, if England get into their rhythm in this tournament, we could. You know, I'm, I'm, I've got a feeling about England. <laughs> I can tell you have because you're a glass-eyed shell of a man. As I look at you at the idea that England yeah, yeah, might yeah. get to the final. Yeah, yeah, not a lot more than the final, but yes, you know. I don't I think, that, I think. I think. I think. My, with my with my logic hat, my gut hat says England are going to win that game. My logic hat says that New Zealand will. You know what I want? To, what, I want game. what I want to hook to my veins, though, right? Is everybody who isn't English, having if it did happen, having to suffer in, not only England winning the World, <laughs> World Cup, but an England winning the World Cup managed by Eddie fucking Jones. Oh, unbearable! I'd probably just quit this podcast <laughs> and all life. I just go and live. I am in no a, longer on, talking. I'm going to go live in an Una Bomber style shack. Absolutely, a... yeah. I would grow a beard and start, <laughs> you know. So, have, so to spare us that, I'm just for the for the sake of argument, I'm going to say it's New Zealand winning that game just because history. Um, logical logic says it's probably going to be New Zealand, but I would. But not it would not England be out, out, outlandish to suggest that England may do it. No, not at all. It really wouldn't. Or it could be. The worrying thing is, right, is Australia might put themselves up for England and win, which is capable in the quarter. They then come to this game and New Zealand fucking pump them. Because th- <laughs> the thing is, I think England possible, are one of the yeah. few teams that could maintain a level of performance, which gives them a chance. Mm. Ireland are the or, same, you know. Or yeah, or equally. Australia could get themselves really pumped up, still lose that game, but take enough out of England in terms yeah, of injuries, true. in terms of it. You know, whereas New Zealand will probably have had a relatively straightforward time of it against Scotland, although no guarantees, I guess. Um, yeah, New Zealand will hope that they're a team that get better as the tournament goes on. It wouldn't shock me if they start. The fact that they've got South Africa in their pool instantly makes this more of a proposition. Yeah, they've than... got the rugby equivalent of a steak tenderizer. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well, they usually New Zealand have nobody that should scare them in their pool, but this time they've got the team that probably scares them more than any other team in the world in the pool with them, and that could be... Or at least it should scare but... them. Yeah. Do we scare you? No, do you want us to? <laughs> <laughs> but that should be, you know, that if I, like, the problem that, 
that England, that New Zealand sometimes have is that they coast through these pools a bit too easily and then they get to the knockout stages and they're a bit undercooked. Mm. There's absolutely no danger of that. That's true. So having said all that, I think New Zealand are winning that. But okay. it wouldn't be outlandish to predict it another way. No. France versus <clears throat> France, South, South Africa. Africa. It's another uh, massive fucking big lads fight, isn't it? But South Africa are going to win that game. They are going to win that game. Yeah. Which could... I think, and I think, equally, I think, to be honest with you, if it's Wales, equally another massive fucking smasher. Interestingly, if Ireland, beat South Africa, if Ireland beat South Africa and end up in the semi and play France, I fancy Ireland. Whoever wins that quarterfinal wins that semi-final, if you know what I mean. I agree, I agree. Whoever wins quarterfinal four wins this semi. So it looks like it's predictably from our side, New Zealand, South Africa, but it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility for it to be England, England Ireland. Ireland. Can you imagine England, England Ireland. Ireland in a World Cup final? Yeah, it'd be The amazing. fact that it's so ridiculous makes me realise it's not going to happen. Probably not. There's just too we much working against that. Well, we all know the history of these, you know, and, you know, history is no bellwether of the future but the history of these things does say that the southern hemisphere teams tend to perform better than the northern hemisphere teams they're generally do just better <laughs> yeah i'm not sure that's strictly the case now but no it's usually it's usually on one of the six nations teams to or one of the big four six nations teams to dramatically underperform and my money on this one this time is probably wales or scotland to sort of the good thing about rugby is because of the nature of the game that it is, because there's never been an undeserving winner of a World Cup, has there? Not a winner, no. There's been some undeserving finalists. France in 99. France in 2011. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. Yeah. And no they still nearly won the fucking thing. England in 2007, maybe. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why there's been no undeserving winners, because so much shit's <laughs> yeah. got to the final somehow. <laughs> yes. Um... Who are you having in the final then? I think that, you know, rugby will be the winner in this final, Josh. Rugby <laughs> or violence will be the winner in this final. Violent. Well, either rugby Violent will rugby winner. will be the winner in this yeah. final. Either rugby will be the winner and New Zealand will probably win it or violence will be the winner and South <laughs> Africa will probably win it. Um, I would lean towards New Zealand in a World Cup final, but... Again, it's a World Cup final. Fucking anything can happen. I fancy a lot of points that. in these these semis and final, actually. Which is why I I say, I'm joking. Said rugby would be the winner, but I think that I've got. A, I'm, See the final, I'm a lot more hopeful. Finals, the final. It always is a fucking horrible nip tuck affair. I'm more affair, hopeful about this tournament than the last one. I think. I mean, the, we haven't really talked about the weather as yes. being the other factor. Humidity and all it's that will slow everybody down. Be fucking boss. Boiling. It'll be harder to defend and an attack humid. in the boilingness. The game's harder without the yeah, ball anyway, and, and then when you're boiling, it's even that's worse. You, that's where you've got to look at teams like Wales and like Ireland, who are... It'll be like bright know, red and fucking boiling. <laughs> exactly. The tops of the knees been... will be red with sweat, with like heat and everything. I know they've done hot weather camps, but, you know, and to be honest with you, you know, it's not like New Zealand playing a lot of hot weather either. It's it could be a, a real interest, you know. Teams like South Africa could so be Namibia like, are going to win it, absolutely, just because yeah. because of the climate. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do, but I do think it's it's going to be a factor. It's and the, the same for everybody, isn't it? It might slow everything yeah. down. I don't think it, I don't think it favors any one team or another one. What it does do is it will eventually knacker everybody out. Yes, and so we could be getting to semi-finals and finals where teams are absolutely running on empty, which could make for really entertaining games because, as you say, it's harder to defend than it is to attack. 
when you're fucking knackered and it's boiling. And that bronze, is also probably the bronze, with the bronze match. Well, that could be England versus France. No, not really. Yeah, England. <laughs> um, one more thing I wanted to say: the team top, the top tournament try scorer. Oof, that's a mouthful. Mm. Uh, odds. Go on. So the the current uh, favourite for tournament top try scorer is uh, Savvy Reese at fifteen to two. Then Rico Ioani. At ten to one, Johnny May at ten to one, George Bridge at ten to one. Um, yeah, not sure where that one's come from. Um, <laughs> then Jacob Stockdale at eleven to one, Cheslin Colby at fourteen to one, Nicosi at sixteen to one. Basically, all of the money is perhaps unsurprisingly being heaped on wingers from New Zealand, England, and South Africa. It's going to be something uh, from New Zealand because they're playing Namibia and Canada and Italy. Yeah. So somebody's going to slow up for, score an absolute fuck bucket. Yeah, Rico he's probably going to score about seven tries against Namibia or something. Especially if he's um, not obviously first choice. Yes, he'll be proving he'll get, points. He'll, he'll give him a run out against Canada and Namibia and he'll score shit loads and that'll be that. It'll be Mark Ellis again. Yeah. Do you, do you want to know what odds uh, you get for Kyle Sinclair to be tournament top Go. try scorer? You'll get 500 to one on that. Hadley Parks? As, as you will with uh, Alan Wynne-Jones. I don't think Hadley Parks is even on here. Ooh, well, Lee Harfield. Oh, Hadley Parks is 100 to 1. Sorry. With, you know, the way Wales play and that all their tries come from him coming on a massive angle, crashing over from two metres, mm-hmm. is you never know. You do know. You it do never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I, I, I think it, it's it, the, the pattern of betting shows how a lot of people think it's going to go, I think, and that is England, South Africa, and New Zealand are probably the three most dominant looking teams in this tournament and um, yeah yeah I, I'll, I'll i'll have money on those three being around at the end i think and that is our total ruination of the world cup for so many teams yeah really there. sorry new zealand england south africa and anybody else that we talked up over the last uh thank you everybody many hours. for sticking with us uh obviously those of you on patreon might listen to this all in one go so bless you yeah um, I mean, everybody else can't wait for the tournament to start. We're still trying to sort out what we're going to do during the tournament. We will be more regular than once a week, but we're going to bottom it out next week about what we're doing. So yeah. thank you all for your time. Thank you all for your attention. And we will be ready for you next week when it's World Cup week, everybody. Indeed. As Ireland's homegrown insurer, FPD supports Irish businesses. Five decades on, Thunder's Bakery is still Dublin's favourite. If you want signature occasion cakes, rustic breads or a little treat, we cater for every taste. So like our customers, FPD doesn't just come out top for us on insurance, we value their adaptability too. To help Irish SMEs, FPD Insurance are giving away a business support pack worth €12,000. Visit fpd.ie slash business to enter the draw. FPD Insurance. Support. It's what we do. Competition terms and conditions apply. See fpd.ie forward slash business. FPD Insurance Group Limited trading as FPD Insurance is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Underwritten by FPD Insurance PLC. This customer was paid a gratuity by FPD Insurance for their participation. Sports Social Podcast Network.